Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Moe here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Jim Pop, the CEO of Johnson Financial Group. Jim, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me, Alex. It's a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. I thought we could start with the discussion kind of looking at the state's economy right now and the sort of recovery phase that we're in. So as the head of, the, of Johnson Financial Group, I'm curious about your perspective on the health of the state's economy here. Obviously, the COVID-19 pandemic is still ongoing, but Wisconsin's economy is seeing recovery in a number of measures. What are you seeing there from the banking and financial services side of things, and what are you hearing from your customers? You know, I, I think you're right. I think we are still in a recovery mode for sure. Uh, there, there are a handful of things that have that have kind of thrown uh, thrown wrenches in the recovery, not the least of which is supply chain. You know, it's, as I'm sure we'll talk about at some point, we've moved into a new building here uh, recently, and we're still waiting on some furniture that that is probably was sitting in a crate someplace uh, off the uh, coast of California. Uh, for for a month or so, so I think that's that's creating a little bit of challenge um, for some of the businesses in the state. By and large, though, our customers seem to be doing well. They're they're um, they're they're kind of chugging along and and uh, and and doing well in in a recovering economy for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I did want to ask you about that move into the new headquarters, and I'm glad you brought up the supply chain issue. Obviously, that is causing some headaches and, you know, it represents kind of a roadblock for a lot of businesses in the state Mm -hmm. that depend on imports and exports. Can you talk a bit more about the move into that new headquarters in Milwaukee? Can you discuss the kind of reasoning or or strategy behind that? Sure. You you know, we've we've been in Milwaukee for a long time. We were in, we were really in two buildings uh, in downtown Milwaukee. We had we had a five-story building that was the old Reckmeyer Fur building that we renovated as a company years ago. It's a Great old building, really cool space, but not really conducive to, not big enough for all of the people we want to have here in Milwaukee, and not really conducive uh, to, to kind of what we wanted to do with the space. We were also over at 100 East. We consolidated about 100 people into the top two floors at Cathedral Place and, um, and really gutted the top two floors, not even down to the studs. We removed everything and started from scratch with a blank slate and uh, to build really a kind of a flagship for us in Milwaukee. We've got our great facility in Racine, which is where our headquarters is. This is a really great place for us in Milwaukee that is collaborative. It's kind of forward thinking. And for us, um, a really good place for our associates to to be. Well, that's great to hear. And kind of circling back to some of the pandemic impacts, can you talk about Mm -hmm. from the financial services perspective, how has that affected the way that you do business here in Wisconsin? What has been kind of the, the impact or maybe changes you've had to make? Yeah, I, I think interestingly, I, I think um, as an industry, we were all moving very rapidly toward, um, toward more of a digital footprint and toward more of a, a digital capability set as an industry that's been going on for, for years. The pandemic probably accelerated that a little bit for some. Uh, for some users, certainly. It also probably validated, I think from our standpoint, it validated a lot of the work that had started pre-pandemic 
and that was ongoing through the pandemic. Um, and because because now we are most of us kind of digital ready um, at at one uh, at one place or another on the on the spectrum uh, for customers who don't want to use a branch anymore. We still think the branches have a really great place in the industry, but having both having capabilities in both spaces is really important for us. And pandemic showed us that. Yeah, certainly, it's been interesting to see kind of the shift across all these different industries in Wisconsin of how businesses are kind of responding to some of those changing customer preferences and just kind of the broader changes that have been sort of spawned by the uh, the pandemic pressures here in the state. I, I wanna shift gears a bit also and talk about a recent announcement that you guys have made of a $500,000 contribution to some United Way groups around the state. Can you talk a bit about that and what kind of impact you're hoping to make with those donations? Sure. You know, for us, for us, um, giving back to the communities where we live and work and play and that support us as a company has been a has been really a a foundational piece of Johnson Financial Group for uh, from the beginning, actually. You know, we've been around for 50 years and it's been a it's been a real foundational part of our values. Um, we've been very fortunate as a company throughout this pandemic and before to be, to continue to be able to be open, to be able to serve our customers, to be able to take care of our associates and our customers um, throughout the, throughout this pandemic, given that we feel like it continues to be an obligation of us to get back in the communities for those uh, for those individuals that maybe aren't so fortunate along the way, and uh, and there are there are certainly a lot of them. The pandemic continues to be a challenge, whether it's food security or um, education or uh, healthcare or various different things. We decided to to um, make a large donation through United Way this year. United Way is a great partner of ours. They know how to get money where it needs to be at the areas of greatest need. And that's that's why it's a great partnership for us to give through. Excellent. Well, I'm glad to hear yeah. that, Jim. And uh, any final thoughts you'd like to leave our listeners with before we wrap up the interview? Any kind of forward-looking priorities or anything you'd like to accomplish? Yeah, I think for us, for us, our forward-looking, our forward look, um, I guess, is is that we we're optimistic. I think there'll be challenges ahead, but um, for all of us. Um, but as we as we kind of slowly but surely get out of this pandemic mode, we're looking forward to seeing more people in person. We're looking forward to being back uh, and and uh, and face to face and and reconnecting with our with our customers, with our communities, and uh, and and so we're optimistic about the future and and. Uh, Certainly, our our, uh, our new facility in, in uh, Milwaukee, I think, is testament to our optimism uh, about the future of our business in Milwaukee and around the state. Excellent. Well, that's great to hear that focus on optimism, Jim, and I appreciate you taking the time to speak with me here today. It's been my pleasure, Alex. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to WIS Business, the podcast. Now, stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.